Welcome to the Economic Development Matters podcast. I'm Brianna Morris, and together with my co-host Sherry Baslama, we talk about matters related to economic development and why it matters. Sherry and I work together at Edmonton Global, where we focus on attracting investment into the Edmonton region and helping our local companies expand internationally. On this podcast, we discuss how we can compete globally and build a sustainable and prosperous economy to enhance the lives of the people in our communities. On today's episode, we're introducing you to Kristen Aspinis. Brianna is about to go on maternity leave, and Kristen will actually be joining at me as the co-host for this podcast. Um, this will be Brianna's final episode for the next little while. Um, but first of all, a big welcome to Kristen. Thank you, Sherry. I'm very excited to be here, but going to miss Brianna dearly. Absolutely. Um, can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, so I joined Edmonton Global as engagement coordinator back in January, um, and that followed about four years working in the nonprofit charitable space. Um, so I did fund development and stakeholder relationships for a while, and then was an executive director of a small charitable foundation. Um, so that's a little bit about my professional background. Um, I'm Alberta born and raised, so I grew up in a small rural community in central Alberta, and then I moved to the city exactly six years ago um, and finished up my education. Awesome. What's your uh, degree in? So I have a degree in human ecology. So my major is in family sciences and my minor is international development. Um, And so human ecology, um, most people I tell that they don't, they aren't familiar with human ecology. So I often have to explain this. Um, So it's the study of the interrelated relationship that uh, individuals have with their social, cultural, natural and man-made environments. Um, so it's really looks at yeah using a, a systems thinking approach to examining um, the conditions of a system or an ecosystem and looking at um, how to optimize those conditions for a specific outcome. So whether that be for an individual or a family or a community, um, or in this case, we're looking at the economy. It does seem relevant to economic development. And I think uh, we were talking recently about how, like, I don't think there's many degree programs that you can get in like economic development. Like most of us in economic development all have different educational backgrounds. That's true. Yeah. It's a really eclectic group, I think, here that have a lot of different, even like beyond their educational backgrounds or professional backgrounds, where they came from and what they did before they ended up at Edmonton Global. It's super interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kristen, can you share a little bit about what your position is now at Edmonton Global and your role? Yeah. So I'm the engagement coordinator. And so I'm on the strategic partnerships team. Um, so in my role specifically, a lot of what I'm doing is engaging with the our shareholder municipalities um, from the 14 uh, municipalities that Edmonton Global represents. Um, so working with their economic development teams um, and really uh, fostering that collaboration and making sure that we're working together and um, that everyone's at the table and that their perspectives are are considered. Super important role, I think, yeah. for our organization. I think um, what makes us be able to accomplish even half of what we're able to is because of those relationships. So, yeah, the collaboration and um, because we're united, that's what makes it us more effective on the global stage. Absolutely. Um, what surprised you since joining Edmonton Global, Kristen? A lot of things have surprised me. Um, I think for starters, just learning about all the cool stuff happening in the region. Um, I considered myself fairly informed before, but since joining Edmonton Global, I've realized that I really had no clue about a lot of the awesome stuff happening 
specifically in our, our five uh, transformational sectors. So I had no idea that we're Canada's epicenter for the hydrogen economy. I had no idea about all the awesome stuff happening in health and life sciences, food and egg, uh, AI and technology. Um, so really first and foremost is learning about all of that stuff. Um, and second, just um, seeing the level of collaboration occurring in the in the region. So it's been really awesome to see all of our economic development partners, the the regional, the sorry, the regional municipalities, um, indigenous communities, uh, different levels of government, uh, other organizations, post secondary uh, institutions. Um, seeing everybody really come together towards a common goal that's been surprising in a, a really positive way. Yeah, I'm here. Totally. I, I have to say, like, because my role in communications, like being able to share all those good news stories, it's it's super fun. Right. Yeah. And and it's a really positive environment. Uh, so now we're going to turn the tables, I think, on you, Brianna, and you get to I know you're used to sitting in kind of the host seat, <laughs> but I think we're going to treat you a little bit like one of our guests today. So um, you've been here for about two years. Uh, can you share a bit of your journey at Edmonton Global? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a fun two years. So I joined uh, kind of on the tail end of COVID. So we all were working virtually. Now we're all in the office and it's been fun to get to know everybody. Uh, and the podcast has been a blast. So we've, we started just over a year or no, a year and a half ago. I think, I think we you, launched. Yeah, well, you pitched it pretty soon after arriving at Edmonton Global and it was super exciting idea. And yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. So <laughs> thanks, Jerry. Um, yeah, for supporting that. Um, Yes, when I started, uh, my role was really focused on global competitiveness and policy research because I have a background in public policy research and, uh, you know, think tanks. Um, so it was looking at how can we attract investment better as a region. Um, and so two of our um, earliest podcast uh, guests, uh, Carrie Holland and Chris Steele, we commissioned policy papers from them looking at incentives and then also about uh, value-added agriculture. Um, and those, it's been really cool to see kind of where that's, where that's led. Um, and then more recently, uh, I, I've leaned more into government relations because I also um, worked at the legislature before this. Um, and that's been really rewarding and exciting as well. So yeah, it's been a busy, good two years. So, Brianna, where have you seen pr the most progress over the last two years? Oh, so, so I just mentioned incentives. So, um, I th Alberta, we've of often seen the government bragging about how we have the lowest corporate tax rate, which is true, and that's great. Um, but what we were finding is um, global investors, they were they're so used to being offered financial incentives. And so kind of one of their first questions out of the gate for us is, well, what incentives do I <laughs> get if I land in the Edmonton region? Um, and so I think um, we've definitely made progress there. So we've had the introduction of the agri-processing tax credit, which also goes back to that um, paper I mentioned that Kerry Holland wrote for us, um, identifying other jurisdictions that would that had something similar. Um, so that's been great. And what I like about incentives like that one is it's, it's not a cash handout where then you're hoping they come and they don't, you know, it doesn't fall through. It's somebody makes an investment and then it's, um, um, the revenue wouldn't have come in if the investment didn't come in. So it's just, it's foregone revenue uh, and taxes that aren't coming in for a few years. But then at the end, it still works out for the taxpayer better because, now you have this great asset and this great investor working in your region. Um, 
So I hope I, I don't know if I explained that the best, <laughs> but I, I guess I just say it's not it's not corporate welfare, which is I think kind of where um, Albertans and the government kind of got a little bit tripped up. We're not just saying you know handing money to somebody; it's saying no, if you come here, we'll give you a tax break for a few years once you're operational and up and running. Right, and that's really to like front end like a lot of those early expenses that come with setting up something here, right? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned that they're used to getting incentives. Like, can you speak a little bit about maybe the differences between Canada and how other countries operate in terms of investment? Well, and this is just my personal opinion, so I don't have like... um like robust data to show this, but I think in Alberta, we didn't um, really have to do active investment attraction for a long time because we had our oil and gas industry and that was kind of what kept us going. So we've kind of had to learn almost kind of like how this works Okay. <laughs> now. So, and so, um, yeah, it's about um, really meeting investors where they're at, pitching your value proposition, showing them, you know, we have the population, the talent here. Um, if it's, if, is it talent they need or is it capital? And then to your point, it's, you know, startup costs or depending on the industry, like I think the tech industry, they need, um, it's less about the corporate tax rate because they're often just reinvesting all their profits to con- continue growing. So having the lowest corporate tax rate isn't necessarily like a big exciting thing for them. So what can we, what can we give them to incent them to come? To come There's here? a big difference between setting up like a big value added food plant, for example, compared to like a tech startup where you know it's most, about the people, yeah, people, and some of them may be working remotely. So exactly. yeah, very different animal for sure. That's awesome. And so and I know another um, something that you've done while here at Edmonton Global has been um, organizing delegations to Ottawa. So you, can you just explain a little bit more about those delegations and why go to Ottawa? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing you mentioned, Kristen, that you've just like found surprising or loved is the collaboration in our region. And that's been one really positive thing, organizing these delegations to Ottawa, because we go there and we have, you know, presidents from post-secondary institutions, the executive directors of industry associations, CEOs of, you know, business leaders, those of us in economic development, and we're all on the same team. We're all singing from the same song, and we're supporting each other in Ottawa. And it looks like it reflects very well in our region. Um, and I've, I've um, you know, both Stephen Harper, Minister Randy Bosno have stressed, like, we can't just assume people who live and work in Ottawa know what Alberta needs. Like, you you have to communicate with them. You have to talk to them. And in person is always just going to be a little bit better than, you know, like a written submission or, or um, you know, an email or a phone call. So, um, to, to go there and build those relationships and really share what Alberta is all about, what the people are like and what we need, um, is, is really important. And it's been such a privilege to, to organize and coordinate those delegations and just how many people are like, yes, I'm coming has been really exciting. Well, I would imagine even beyond like what Alberta needs and the Alberta story, like what makes Edmonton's story unique from Alberta, right? Because I think you look, especially at the two major cities, we're quite different. And I think we're telling different stories about what's happening here. So yes, thank you for pointing that out. Most of our, um, the, 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 three, I think, delegations I've done have been the Edmonton region, but right now we're actively working on one with Calgary Economic Development. Yeah, so that's <laughs> so top of it's mind. an Alberta mission coming up yeah. very soon that we're, yeah, we're very excited about. And you're right. There's um, there's definitely some great areas of collaboration uh, among the Edmonton region and Calgary and the whole province, but then there's also some of these unique differences um, that you know we recognize where there's differences between the two areas. And how has your experience working at Edmonton Global been different from your experience working in politics? Oh, well, um, 
politics, well, politics is very exciting, but I would say it's, we've kind of already alluded to it in our chat here. Like economic development is a very positive, optimistic industry to be in. Um, and so it's been really refreshing for me, having come from partisan politics, to get to know people from all the different political parties who everybody, you know, wants to see economic growth. Um, and so getting to know, yeah, the staff and MLAs and MPs from all the parties has been um yeah, very refreshing and exciting. Um, and coming from uh, politics as a staffer, you're like, you're not, you're kind of supposed to stay invisible. <laughs> so it was definitely an adjustment for me to go from like, make sure I'm never in the camera shot to putting myself out there with Sherry and having this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I actually think I, um, I've had more of an impact after I left. Like staffers work extremely hard. Um, but I think some of us would have like this, we're going to change the world sort of mentality when we work, work there. And it wasn't, wasn't my experience. I actually feel having left doing, you know, policy research, um, finding other stakeholders and, you know, mayors, council members that agree that, you know, these policies would help us and then, um, pushing them with United Front to the government I've, I've seen more change that way than I have being one person on the inside kind of saying, hey, what about this? <laughs> so, yeah, it's I, yeah, I actually I feel like I've had more of an impact after I left. But um, I definitely have a lot of respect for the people that work in that in that field. I think part of it, like that's one of the reasons that Edmonton Global, Global operates as kind of an arm's length organization from the government as well, that we can move quickly, kind of move at the speed of business. It's a it's a very different work environment, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And something that makes me really proud about working at Edmonton Global is the size of our team. Like, I think people, a lot of people are really surprised when they learn there's only like 25 staff. <laughs> I know, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> it is. And like what, we, what we've been able to do and how many, most of them are on the trade investment team, right, who are internationally out trying to close these deals. Um, and so when I'm like, no, it's just, you know, 25 of us, people are like, what? <laughs> so like, that's pretty cool. And I think it, it is what makes us... Uh, makes us fairly agile um one thing i also i just remembered too like in terms of progress is how many people thought when i went to work here at edmonton global that I, I joined the news company oh yeah so uh you know i'd tell you know mlas i know yeah i'm at edmonton global and all of a sudden they're they're like nervous and i'm like not not the news company i'm not interviewing you right now like the investment attraction agency <laughs> And now they understand, um, I've seen so much progress of like, people understand what we do, um, which has been exciting um, to see. Uh, and I will say, like, um, globally, the name makes sense, like Edmonton Global, Toronto Global, we interviewed Stephen Lund, um, you know, on a previous episode. Uh, and it makes sense because you don't have global news internationally, as far as I know. Um, right. But domestically, it's been, a, it's been kind of kind of funny that I have to introduce myself as Brianna Morris. Yeah. Edmonton Global, not the news company. Well, <laughs> I'm here to help you. <laughs> I'm listed actually as the media contact as on our website, and I've gotten calls from time to time where people thought they were calling the news agency, <laughs> and they have some opinions on what we're reporting on. So, <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I agree. It's been confusing at times. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you've done a lot of great stuff here, Brianna. Are there any projects in the future that have you excited? Ooh, wow. Well, so so we are under non-disclosure agreements for some of the stuff that we're dealing with, with, you know, some of these investment deals, but a couple of them um, I've been able to play uh, a part in, and I'm, I'm holding my breath 
<laughs> hoping that while I'm on maternity leave, we'll get some exciting public, more public announcements soon about some deals that are that are that are done and happening in Edmonton. Um, and yeah, that part's been really exciting too. Like we don't, we're not the trade investment team focused on on the relationships with investors, but we've definitely um, supported them where it makes sense. Um, in my case, you know, if there's uh, uh, you know, government regulations that are confusing, or if it's uh, like a service or product that the government wants to procure, then I've gotten involved. Um, and what's been really exciting to me is hearing some of them say, just like, you know, when I'm here in the Edmonton region, between you know you and your colleagues at Edmonton Global, like you know everybody that we need to talk to, whatever the issue is, because <laughs> um, it's kind of like the degrees the, the degrees of separation in the Edmonton region are so small. It's like one or two degrees of separation, whereas for some of these investors that are you know have looked at New York or some of these really bigger jurisdictions, it's a completely different ballgame. And that's something, you know, we've said it's helps that Edmonton Global is a small team to be agile, but that's kind of one advantage or asset in the Edmonton region too, is that people know people and, and we can solve problems. Um, but that's, I guess that's kind of a different way of answering your question. <laughs> question, what I'm looking forward to, but yeah, what I'm looking forward to is um, um, seeing more come out in the next in the next year that um, it goes back to work what we've done this past year and even maybe the year before. Do you have any other final thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with as you head out on maternity leave? Oh, well, um, I'm very excited to keep listening to the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and I also uh, just want to say a thank you to to you, Sherry, and to Kristen. You're wonderful to work with, and Malcolm and Sarah, and everybody, even the ecosystem has just been so supportive when they found out um, that I'm expecting. Um, so I really appreciate all the support, and babies are awesome. So I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very, very excited for you, Brianna. We're definitely going to miss you, um, and you've left very big shoes to fill here, but very excited for you. Thank you so much. Very excited. Thank Absolutely. You. I wish you nothing but the best as you're, uh, you know, spending that special time with your family and look forward to having you back here. Absolutely. Thanks so much. That's a wrap for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Economic Development Matters podcast brought to you by Edmonton Global. For more information about Edmonton Global or to get in touch, visit our website, edmontonglobal.ca. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, so you'll be among the first to know when a new episode drops. Thanks for listening. We hope you learned something new about why economic development matters.